Hello and welcome to another edition of Look It Will You Listen? I'll adjust my microphone. Say hello there, Nick. Tantalising edition of Look It Will You Listen? <laughs> two old radio heads going through six subjects, 30 minutes, opinions and stories all thrown in. Bear in mind that we do not know what the other person's subjects are. We don't know what kind of nonsense that each other has brought to the table today, but we can't wait to find out. Exactly. And th- their current affairs, culture and wild card. And somebody said to me uh, the, the other day during the week, they said, why do you have to stick with them? It's true. Because we've talked about this before. Should we go completely wild? So we go anything. Um, I like a structure, but I no, am I, of, I, often I'm often wrong. <laughs> and I'm always happy to admit when I'm wrong. I've not I've not I a, might put on a Sarah Puss face if, when I do it, but okay. I will admit it. You're absolutely correct. You're not you're never wrong. Thank we you, Al. That's why we work together. Enjoy That's why we take. work together. Thank you. Um, I think <laughs> we'll, hear the gulp there. we'll stick with this because oh. basically, right? They're a guideline. And, you know, we're not exactly doing this as cutting-edge, uh, groundbreaking journalism. Oh, we are. Oh, oops. Well, then I brought the wrong story. and entertaining yeah. cutting-edge journalism. Indeed. Take yes. yourself a break from Morning Ireland and listen to this. Because it will make a better person, ultimately. the um, Yeah, what we're about to say is so important. Yes. Okay. Um, have we anything to talk about before we actually get into this rubbish this week? Uh, business. <laughs> business. Yeah. Uh, last week I left one pink water bottle. Oh, you did in the studio, and I spent two days running around the place looking for my favourite water bottle, and then I found out that it was actually here. So that was my that was the big news that happened during my lockdown this week. Where is the water bottle? Oh, it's in the one place other than your home that you have gone this week to an isolated studio. And then I found it, and that was that's the high drama in my life. I can't wait to see what happens this week. Tune in next week to find out if I've left my keep cup here. The excitement of it. Um, can we just bear in mind, number one, we are within five kilometres of your home. We are within five kilometres. And we are in separate studios. Separate studios, studios and yes. it's the only place I go. Uh, same here. <laughs> what have we got this week? Actually, something else. Did you yes. bring your poetry? I know you didn't. No, that's the only reason I'm asking you. I didn't, because I've realised that since... So my house is in a state of disarray, not just because I have a four uh, a four inch tall uh, miniature Yorkshire Terrier <laughs> yes. who has a penchant for snails. She has an actual snail collection. Mm. She brings in a different. No, there's no snail in the shell. She brings home the shells. She brings them into the house and she puts them in her little collection box. Although she did jump into her collection box the other day and squish them, so I don't know how she feels about that. But there's work going on in our house. Uh, but it's obviously stopped right now yeah. because you can't do any work right now in the country due to the coronavirus. So everything what was important was put into a box and put up in the attic. A and box. into there was only two important things, my collection of poetry <laughs> and... <laughs> the secret thing that I cannot mention. Okay. And um, yeah, so they're, they're all the away. That's talking about. They're, yeah. <laughs> We said we'd never talk about okay, Will Leahy again. You haven't been caught. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say there's been a murder, but I can't do your impression. There's been a murder. <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually can't find it. Everything's been put away. Okay. But I, I will find it. I will accept that as an excuse. I, will find I totally it. forgot about it. I just, as soon as we started talking, I was like, oh, maybe I didn't. poetry. I didn't. And I knew you wouldn't ultimately forget about it. Um, but I've no heating in the house and there is work going on or there's work stopped. So as soon as, as, soon as, we, get a, as, soon as we get some heating and work done. Stuff that's more important than poetry. Stuff that is, depending, depending on the poetry. Oh, indeed. Indeed, yes. 
your poetry always important. Always, always important. Why don't you write some new stuff? I might write some inspired yeah, never, by never as good as the you. original album. It's though, never as good it? as like, the original. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The the old reboot, get the band back together yeah. poetry. It's just not going to be as good as as the first the time. The fans around. will be clamoring for the the originals. I liked her early work. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like I liked her before stuff. she was popular. Yeah, I'm going to collaborate with Taylor Swift and, and go stratospheric. It's the way to go. The only thing to do. Okay, let's. I mean, we're four minutes in and we haven't started, so we probably should. Let's start. Would you like to go first, no, see? Because no, you've no. really talked up the story. Uh, yeah, listen, it's big. I have a it's great big. story here for you. Um, you go first. Okay, well, I had a different story, and then I saw this last night, and I thought, because I like this apple green, which I assume is the apple green that I think I'm talking about, parents of baby born at Irish gas station gifted free fuel for a year. Oh-ho. Yeah, so apparently... So now this story, uh, it's gone up here on this um, Irish Central website on February 11th, but I think it happened on the 3rd of February. She was born on the 3rd of February, so it's a little bit old, but I read Listen, it. 3rd of February is current affairs as far as this thing is This concerned. is true. Yeah. Yes. So parents unexpectedly welcomed their fifth child at an apple green gas station in County Kildare. Can I make a point here? Yes. We don't have gas stations over Sorry, here. this is obviously an American website. Yes, we have... Sorry. Petrol stations. Petrol stations, yes. Uh, her name is Ellie. Yeah. I wonder would I have gone with Petra or something like that <laughs> to just sort of, to just sort of, um, you know, commemorate it. Um, so parents John Fern and uh, Naomi Galvin have ended up on our podcast. Congratulations, uh, John Fern and Naomi Galvin. I'm sure you're absolutely delighted. And Petra. And Petra, young Petra, who uh, who has a year's, a year's worth of free fuel. I would be, um, I would be maxing that out if I could. I'd be sending all my mates over oh, with my yeah. little well, fuel no, card. They won't, they won't accept that. It'll be you and your little, your, not your little, your VW Beetle <laughs> going in there and driving your five kilometers all around the place. That's going to be a lot of fuel, isn't it? Something I I haven't been using a lot of in the last 12 months fuel actually if you're going to gift someone an entire year of free fuel it's the way to go, this it? this it would be this year yeah. when you cannot totally. go anywhere yes uh, and they said this is the first time we've had an apple green baby and we couldn't be prouder said Trevor McBride he was actually the apple green regional manager and he said this on Thursday well um, Thursday whatever Thursday that was yeah <laughs> So, yeah, they've never had an apple green baby before. That's good. That's a really good thing. And he's uh, helping the Fern family celebrate by giving them a year's worth of free petrol, plus some extra treats and gifts for baby Ellie and her proud siblings. Hopefully our gift will help John and Naomi show off their new arrival to friends and family when it's safe to do so, which... Won't be for a while, so exactly. I wouldn't worry about wouldn't worry about giving away too much free fuel. Whereabouts in Kildare? I, it doesn't say in this particular article, but I'm assuming it's the really nice fancy one that's about ten minutes away from the toll bridge on the way to Galway. Oh, on the, I assume it's the fancy one. Is yeah. it Junction 14? I don't know. You see, I don't know, and this is nice. another thing I don't understand. I never know the. I, I don't know the name of roads because no, I'm of an age I. when the Nace Road was the Nace Road, the Wexford Road is the Wexford Road. And now people talk about the end something or other or the M some, I really don't know which is which all roads lead to Rome though they do so that's that's how I that, that so and GPS is how I get every, around absolutely every one of them is the Rome road yes so uh, yeah basically if, if I'm in a house I've never been to before I need GPS to go to the toilet I cannot <laughs> tell you how horrific I am at directions this is not me doing a putting myself down moment I am actually right, fascinated fascinated and I think it's I think it's a form of genius how how not good I am at knowing where to go so I just use GPS 
for everything. Is Dave any good? Uh, Dave's very good. Uh, he's very intuitive. And he actually used to work as an eco-cab driver in college days. So he was cycling people around. And, those, you know, those cabs, those big, you, know, you sit in them. It's like a rickshaw. Right. So he was oh, doing yeah, that do for um, for a year. So he got to know every single by road and every single diversion and every single inch of Dublin City. So he is brilliant. He's like a sewer rat going and around the city. That, that will lead on to something I'm going to talk about a little bit later on. Okay. I wait with bated breath. That's called a hook. That is called a hook. Yes. There you go. It's 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 the wild card. Cause I oh, think about excellent. It. Okay. Brilliant. Um, Your current affairs story. My current affairs story is amazing. <clears throat> I have heard great things. Very good. From you <laughs> about this story <laughs> on the way in the door. Yeah. She's not the story. She's not old. I don't know about the story. <laughs> So you've really talked it up. It's not a bad one, actually. What is right? it? It's this weight loss drug. Have you seen it? Weight loss. Weight loss. Uh, no, I have not. I've, I've heard there was a weight loss drug that I read something about a week ago about be, it being really dangerous for oh, you. Oh, no, it's current affairs. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so it, it, Maybe it was a, diff- it was it was a different yesterday. drug. Listen, we're nothing if not topical. Okay, that's true. <laughs> no, I only saw it yesterday, so you know. Um, topical, this, this like drug, a right? steroid cream. Exactly. <laughs> yes. That's what we are. Study uh, conducted on 2,000 people in the States an average weight loss of 15 kilograms. Oh, no, I haven't heard this story. Yeah, it was yesterday, actually. Um, not, not an awful lot covered it. Um, it's, Jan from Kent lost four stone. Right, right? Jan. It's, they give you this drug, and okay. it, tells, it, it, it tells your mind that you're full. Right. And you don't eat, effectively. So you lose a load of weight. And as soon as you come off it, you put the weight back on. Right, because if a drug was telling me you're not hungry, you're not hungry, I'd yep. be like, ah, yeah, but look at them biscuits over there, isn't isn't that a lovely, lovely big pile of biscuits? What? I think it would have its work cut out with me. I'm and same here. Thirty-two percent of people lost a fifth of their body weight with Did a drug they? compared with fewer than two percent on the dummy treatment. See, we're all about uh, control. We're all about control groups control after groups. the the infamous banana control exactly. group. Exactly. All the stuff is up there on Twitter if you want to see it. And yeah, it's all, really worth seeing. It's um, life changing. It is actually life changing. It will change the way you store it, bananas. Uh, it totally will. Yeah. Um, but. Um, um, so that, that led me on to thinking, what would you take a drug for? What would I take a drug for? I would love if there was a safe-to-take drug that would make me a morning person because I am horrific in the mornings, uh, even worse than I am at directions. And that's why uh, several friends have called me the bear in the morning. Yeah, but you, you, you did breakfast radio I and, and I did some of it with you. And that I did that. Yeah, but you were you were in reasonably good form. I know you'd come in with a bit of a face on you sometimes. But as <laughs> don't soon as you got behind the microphone. Don't look at me today, it's Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. As soon as you got behind the mic, you were fine. Once I get by the mic, I, I can do what has to be done, but it is so painful to get to that point. If I could just, if I could wake up at seven o'clock and have breakfast and hang out with a dog for a half hour and then do a half hour workout and then clean the house for a half hour and then, could you imagine this, what I would get done if I had, if I had the powers of morning? But why do you not like mornings? It makes me feel sick to get out of bed. I feel upset. I am absolutely exhausted. I am completely cranky. I. If that's just you. <laughs> that's me all day what do you mean mornings don't last exactly. till dusk um, I'm a night owl I'm a chronic night owl and I wish I wasn't uh, but I have tried to change this for years of, of doing things even when I went to school I'd be up at half six every morning and I never got used to it 
Getting up for morning radio, never once enjoyed it. Never once enjoyed it. Never missed a day. Never enjoyed which I was it. Shocked. There was I working away with you. Enjoyed the we're work. We're having a great time. I had an amazing time. We're brilliant. We are. You but know. that's the thing. When I get up and I do stuff, it is so enjoyable to get up in the morning, and I have such a good time. It's the getting up. It's part the getting up. I have never once enjoyed getting up for anything ever. Not even Disneyland as a child. I was still grumpy <laughs> about the whole thing. It's like it's when I get going, I'm great, but then oh god, it's so painful. What would you take a drug for? Um, anything that I needed to take it for. Okay, that is Simple fair as. enough. I remember uh, you trust science. Uh, I do trust science. Uh, well, I'll do a bit of research beforehand. Uh, the nur- a nurse in my doctor surgery that I was in getting some some blood tests taken, and we had this conversation, and she said, "I take a drug for anything." Um, I I take as few drugs as I can kind of oh, yeah, get away here. with taking. But if I yeah, if I had to take it, I certainly uh, taking a drug for weight loss, I would feel nervous about that. Yeah, I would too. I think I take. But then again, these people, some of the people were obese and they had to. Okay. Uh, or sorry, they, you know, they had to yes. lose weight. Um, I think luckily enough, neither of us are in that position yet. But hopefully, but you know, if we keep eating, if lockdown continues, exactly, that's it between drink and uh, and food. For me, it's all about the dark chocolate. Mm, oh no, you could have dark chocolate. You can. You only need to eat one square. Di- I can eat a bar. <laughs> And still be wanting more dark chocolate. I can eat two bars. I don't like dark chocolate at all. Well, I force myself to like it because, oh, you only need a square and you're full. You're not full after a square. Who told you that? Everybody says, just eat this. No. I can eat. I can easily go through 100 grams and come back for more. Yeah, well, but. but uh, easily. Multiple times a day. Who told you that, that you believe them? Well, it I wasn't am, me, I know. I mean, I am I can, married to a personal trainer. And he's so saying to you... One, he eats one and a half squares of 85% dark chocolate per day. Yeah, but That's Dave, it. he's disciplined. He's disciplined, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mr. So, Moderation. So Dave said to you... You'll everybody only, You'll only it. eat whatever. Everybody says it and everybody lies. Yeah, it was a great impression. Well, it was, it was based on your impression. <laughs> so... So he says you will only eat this because you'll be full after it. Yeah, because you won't want any more. You couldn't possibly. Everyone says that. Based like, on no, his so own gross. experience. Yeah, based on their own he experience. He has known you how long? Dave's known me about 16 years. Yes, and he doesn't know that years. you're different. I am special. <laughs> no, just different. Just different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one of the nicest things anyone ever said to me. My, uh, my elderly neighbour looked over the wall one day and she said... You're very lovely, dear. No, very different. <laughs> very different, but very lovely. And I said, thanks, Ursula. That's, that's, that's an amazing compliment. I'll, yeah. I'll put that on my business card. Oh, yes. That is the best thing anyone's ever said to me. On the LinkedIn for oh, yeah. Very different. That'll get you a job. Very lovely. <laughs> Thank you, Ursula. Right. Shall we? Uh, let's, let's Culture. Get, let's get off the drugs. Let's get off the drugs. And go on to and culture. And on to the culture. Yes. Well, my piece of culture this week is something that we have you're done. Always, you're always good with the culture. Well, this You're one, not going back to nip swimming, are you? I'm not going back. No. <laughs> always. <laughs> always. You just wait till the 5K lift. I'll oh, be yeah. back, back into that ocean. Um, so culture is something that we did at the beginning of lockdown. A lot of people fell back into the loving arms of nostalgic youth, the things that they loved. And it was an interesting phenomenon that made people feel safe and secure in an uncertain world that was falling apart in which our doom was was basically imminent um so uh, 90s for me is the safe time yeah. because i was born in 1985 and so all the great things were were in the 90s all the cool things were in the 90s the late 80s and the early 90s so uh one thing i started doing was gilmore girls i went back to the very beginning and i i'm on my way through the gilmore girls because it makes me feel good that's a television program i presume. that is a television program yeah. yes so i see that 
Dawson's Creek is now also back, which is another teen drama that would have been a very safe space for me as a child. Uh, I would love to. As soon as I finish Gilmore Girls, I'm going to go back and see if I can see if I can actually stomach the full Dawson's Creek. I don't know if I can. They have very complicated dialogue, mm-hmm. and uh, nine, even '90s fashion is doing the rounds again. So we're all kind of it's all kind of going backwards a little bit because. Um, we are a bit static, but I was thinking about that and then I was curious. Do you have a TV version of Comfort Food and what would yours be? I think I said to you before, I don't, I'm, as I get older, yes. I find it difficult to invest the time in anything that's more than a half an hour long. But when you were younger. Or new. Um, if we're to go back to when you were born around around the, around the, the early 80s. The early 30s. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, Before obviously, the talkies, the talkies were coming in, mm. um, and I believe that was exciting. I believe uh, some movies now are even in color. Some are, yeah, yes. I, I don't agree with that stuff at all. No, it's not right. I'm trying to think. I always just I like comedy, I, and I like sketch shows, something like the Harry Enfield show, or oh, yeah. with Paul Whitehouse in it. I just think is even, you know, have you seen the fishing thing he's in? No. Oh, it's very good. Is it about fishing? It's about fishing. It's him taking a Bob Mortimer fishing. Okay. And it's an unusual hit. Okay. It's very gentle. Maybe it's aimed because he's, he's a little bit, he's not much older than me and the two of them were, were of the same generation and we're all just getting old together. Maybe that's what it's about. But it's, <clears throat> it was on Sunday evening on BBC Two and then they had to push it on to BBC One because it was so popular. Wow. Well, you really can watch TV about anything if the right people are doing yes. it. It's it, amazing. Again, I, I like fishing. Right? That's fair enough. I haven't been fishing in years, but I do like. But but it's the two personalities, and they're having a bit yes. of crack. Uh, Bob had a a very serious heart issue, and was almost going to die. Paul had a something well, not as bad. He had some stints and whatever. And Bob was depressed, so he took him out fishing, and they decided to make a TV program about it. Wow! And it's just funny. I mean, Bob Mortimer from Reason Mortimer and Paul Whitehouse, obviously from Harry Enfield and Fast Show, etc., etc. Anything. Um, Sketch comedy led. That's brilliant. And do you do fly fishing or spinning or? It's years since I was fishing. It was sea fishing. Oh, lovely! And I thoroughly enjoyed it. You do nothing. You just sit there, and I caught very little. That doesn't matter. It's a lovely way of passing a day. Yeah, it's a lovely thing to do. My dad fishes all the time. Uh, He he probably he probably knows how to fish. He uh, did grow up on a in a seaside town fishing with with fisher folk. I saw so up in, uh, in Bundoran. Yeah. yeah, so he would have he would have caught his dinner as a child. Yeah, you see, rather, he'd know how to often. do it. I was just arson about and not doing it very well. I, the guy who I, I used to fish with knew what he was doing, and he helped. But uh, no, it, it, uh, it it's a very I just found it very in, in a very enjoyable day. It is a very enjoyable day, yeah. especially if you're somewhere lovely doing it. Yeah, generally down in Wicklow or whatever. That sounds but lovely. Very nice. Speak of lovely, what's your piece of culture for the day? <laughs> I have two things down here. Okay. Um, let me know. We're not going to do Valentine's Day. Okay. I'm not. I'm I'm the world's biggest Valentine's Day fan. And even I'm not doing Valentine's Day this year. Oh, hang on. We're doing Valentine's Day. Okay. okay. And I can leave the other one till next week. Well, hey, <laughs> there's some research I won't have to do. Um, you were the biggest Valentine's Day. It doesn't really surprise me. I, oh, I just love it. I love Halloween. I love my birthday and I love Valentine's Day. They're my three favorite days of the year. I just love it. Uh, it's nothing to do with, with being in love or not being in love. I absolutely love it. I always bought myself something lovely on Valentine's Day, and I may or may not have written myself cards from myself. It's just something I love. I think my dad gave me flowers on Valentine's Day when I was six, and my and my granny used to always send me a card, and I just never let go of how good it makes me feel. I love it. I don't care what people say. I don't care what cynical people 
say about you know commercialism blah I don't care I absolutely love Valentine's Day and I always will okay <laughs> I like Valentine's Day I don't Pretty know if you thought that very definitive do you like Christmas no you don't like Christmas <laughs> I know I know I just always find Christmas a bit of a a bit stressful I mean it's great and there's so much so much amazing stuff to do when you get to see you you know family and friends and blah 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 but I always find it it's a big it's a big push to a day and there's so much stuff to organize whereas Valentine's Day you can just ease into it and have a bath with champagne <laughs> by yourself and have a wonderful time it's a more I like I'm a more low-key holiday type person well not not with Halloween you love no the, Halloween yeah. I go all out yeah but I'm also a creep so I that's what I go in for Okay. Yeah, love, love it. Um, but Valentine's Day, Aldum, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Nothing, same as ever. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> we're not even, we're not doing anything for it this year, but we, because, purely because, uh, well, we got married last year and people gave us gifts and stuff and we just thought, well, we've got enough stuff, we're not going to go anywhere yeah, or do get anything. you a few flowers or something, will you? Uh, no, we have vetoed that and we're going to go and get a takeaway sushi platter. Oh, that's nice. And enjoy some sushi and some uh, miso soup and again, possibly some champagne left over from the wedding. There's a lot of it. so You we, enjoy that. So that's what we're going to do. Very yes. good. That sounds, that sounds good. I think it's going to be lovely. You enjoy that. We're going to have a great time. Exactly, you will. Yes. No flowers. I got so many flowers last year. Oh my god! When our wedding was cancelled, and then when our wedding was rescheduled, <laughs> and then when that wedding was cancelled, actually have had a house full. I think the most amount of flowers we had in the house at one time was fifteen bunches. You actually run out of vases pretty quickly yeah. when you're getting married, and then your wedding gets cancelled. And people are amazing, and they support you in the form of blossoms, which is an incredible thing to do. Except for me, I didn't get any flowers, but I knew you had. I, I knew I had you had so flowers. much. Yeah. What's the point? You know what I mean? <laughs> I've, I have enough flowers. Thank you. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, well, that got us a couple of minutes anyway that I didn't expect it to, and I can and I now have a, a subject for next week. Excellent. Which is two for one deal. Woohoo! Wild card. Wild card. Well, my wild card is my proudest moment of the year, Ooh. which actually was Tuesday. Well, now hang on, we're 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 now kind of mid February. Okay. So no, proudest sorry. moment. Proudest moment of the year, as in the last twelve months, as Ooh. in from lockdown onwards. That's fairly serious. Okay. Yeah. Go on. So it took me into my mid thirties. So I went back to college on a part time basis because I'm not commuting to work. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to the cinema. I can't go to the theater. Yeah. And I'm not going on holidays. What are and you going like to do? You don't have enough degrees. I don't have enough degrees. Let's upskill. Yeah. So I went back because I hadn't this particular degree. So I decided I don't know about this. I'm going to get this part time degree. Look. And it's going to be aren't you great? Very enjoyable. Um, but this uh, piece of pride comes from not being great and from being a last minute Lucy Ooh. and uh, putting, you know, your master's thesis in two minutes before the deadline. Nice one. Sorry. Sorry, Trinity. And, it doesn't um, matter. So this piece Once it goes of, in before the deadline. Yeah. So because I'm a bit more, I have a bit more cop on now, I started getting all my college assignments in early. But this week... Your big lick. I know. And I just thought, like, the absolute peace of... N- I have an assignment in for midnight tonight. And in the olden days, that might have got started at about 6 o'clock this morning because I would have got, have, like, dragged myself. Would or have I would have expected 6 o'clock night. this evening. I'm impressed Possibly. by the amount of time that, yeah. Possibly, depending on the assignment. But I finished it on Monday. I reviewed it. I sent it to a few people. They reviewed it. Put it in on Tuesday, very casually. Submit. There you go. And this is something that I'm so proud of that I organization is something that I struggle with and I am trying so hard and I have got my first college assignment. So the first one went in really early 
But this went in on Tuesday, that was due on Friday, and I just feel like I might have learned a life lesson about time management and that's what I'm most proud of of the last 12 months or it could just be that I'm literally at home all day I have nothing else to do you've changed man I have changed I'm not as cool, cool as I used to be you yeah. used to be cool <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely not cool now um, so that is what I'm most proud of in the last 12 months do you have a point of pride of the last 12 months no <laughs> <laughs> what have you achieved <laughs> nothing <laughs> Um, I think that you've achieved more than anyone because you're still getting dressed in a really professional way (laughs) whereas everybody else is in their joggers. I I put on a pair of jeans and a jumper every day. There's a collar though over the jumper. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's professional looking. Actually, I had... The other day it was really, really cold and it was so cold according to the weather forecast. I put on what I call my Finland kit, right? (laughs) I've, I've been I to Finland a, a couple of times. I hope there's a hat no, no, it's, ears. it's all it's all underneath kit, right? Okay, okay, long um, Yeah, the last nice. time I, I nice. was in Finland when I was leaving, the day I was leaving, I think it was twenty minus twenty seven degrees. It wow. gets fairly cold. I can't imagine that kind of cold, on, even on your face. I can't um, imagine what that's like. Yeah, it's interesting. It's 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 different. But uh, so I said I'll put on the kit. So it's it's like it's like a James Bond kit. You know, it's it's black. Is that what you think? But yeah, well that's what I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I look in the mirror and see James Bond. Someone else looks and say, look at that old guy in a. The, the dope in but, leggings. Uh, exactly <laughs> leggings and a, and a kind of a t-shirt you, thing you do sound like James Bond uh, well and they're black that you know? sounds do you have a bow tie uh, no okay well but you need one to complete the outfit comes up to about here right um, oh that so is pretty high I have okay. the collar like and you have the black high. thing yes. yeah high on the neck yeah, and my Simon Cowell's pants go up to Well, neck, they do. And actually, the, the, yeah, I won't mention the, the long Johnny things but <laughs> <coughs> I, I, my daughter saw it and said uh, you look like you're wearing a cravat Oh yeah, we've spoken about cravats we previously. Have. And I said that. I said, you know, yes, maybe it's time for me to get a cravat. The perfect Valentine's Day gift for Aldon. Actually, do you know a what? cravat. A, exactly. Yes. And as I've mentioned before, the, the the last person I saw wearing a cravat was okay. Gay well done, good man. Burn. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> there he was wearing his cravat in some picture or whatever. But it would keep you warm. I'm sure it would. I even find face masks keep me warm. I yeah, never, I'm I never, the same. never thought that my face nope. was cold. You might have said that to me, and then I thought, oh yeah. I think my mom said it to me, and I noticed it really last night when it was this cold whipping in your face, and I thought, this is rather nice. Yeah, out of the shop, you don't take, you forget to take the face you mask off, and then off. like ten minutes later, you take it off, and and you're outside, and it's bloody hell, it's cold out here. But the weird thing about face masks for me is that I usually talk to myself in my head, but now that my lips are covered, <laughs> I, I I noticed to my horror and slight amusement. I actually move my lips now because no one can see them moving. I'm like, yeah, then I want to go. I'm gonna really go. She's really so annoying, that person. <laughs> and I actually move my lips like an absolute crazy person behind the mask. And I really worry what's going to happen when I take it off for the first few months before I'm used to to normal life again when we don't need them. I'm going to be, I'm not going to just going to be talking to myself. I'm going to be muttering away constantly. It's going to be a while away. So yeah, know, don't, don't worry. Too the, much longer I, the longer I wear the mask, the weirder I get. I am very much, very <laughs> much. So um, it's, all, it's not going very well. Um, we have three minutes left, so let's do my your wild card. Wa- my wild card is just it's Lent next week. Yes, it is. <clears throat> I can't and, wait. Yeah, um, memories of Lent from childhood. Yes. Like I, I don't do Lent. I love Lent. I don't do religion, it's the only don't. thing that stops me from eating chocolate. Oh, and okay. I always look so much better after the. So you, <laughs> 40 you days. you're, you're, you're Sorry, God. dark chocolate. Uh, uh, it's gone. Gone for Lent. Gone for Lent. It's the only thing that keeps me away. It's tradition and it's a point of, again, it's a point of pride. I would never, I never have broken Lent and I never will. Ooh. And I always look about 
10% better after Lent. So ah, it's come pretty on. selfish. <laughs> so anything else other than chocolate? I give up all sweet stuff. And I'm giving up buying. I usually give up buying stuff as well. I'm like, just just get off the well, get off the crazy you're, train. You're not buying too. I'm not much buying stuff, stuff now, but I'm gonna just, just go do go. I go full hog. I'm very intense. I go all in. Well, if all you're in. gonna do it, you're gonna do you're it. Do it, you're gonna do it. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. So it's all Lent and holiness and stuff. Oh yes, and and I and I can fit into my skinny jeans <laughs> then afterwards. So that's that's <laughs> an, an added bonus. Um, childhood memories of Lent. Did you have to do Lent as a child? Or oh yeah, absolutely. Have, yeah. What did you do? Did you um, give up all the, all the good stuff? We used to go to mass every day. Did you? That's yeah. very hardcore. No, but well, it, we didn't. All the kids on the road did. Wow. It, we kind of looked forward to. You didn't necessarily because you went down and all the kids in the area did. So you met new girls yes. by going to mass. I actually relate to that. I didn't meet new girls, but it was the only way in an all-girls school that you could meet boys when oh, you were 12 you or 13. Yeah. you go to mass. Yeah. Well, we'd go and we'd, <laughs> meet, to Ireland. we'd meet girls from other roads. Oh, that's yeah. exciting. It is. Were they, we were far away, if it feels greener. Uh, <laughs> or when you got up, were they not there that was green? Some, there were some nice friendships made. Oh, some nice friendships. For a young fella. <laughs> At mass now, yeah, that probably like by the time I was twelve, we weren't doing it anymore. But you know, or thirteen. <laughs> but you know, it was it was a nice way to meet to meet members of the opposite sex. That's very. That's a good. That's a good thing to use mass. For. Exactly. Yes. That's it. I've heard of worse reasons to go uh, to mass. Exactly. Yes. And I think we should probably leave that there. <laughs> um, this is great because the bit I was, I was hooking earlier on, we didn't get to, so we'll do it next week. Great. So our unsuccessful hook is now um, pushed out by. I know a week. it was a it was a really successful hook okay. because it's now. <laughs> gone into the following week I am actually hooked good like I would be if I was a fish at the end of your rod oh yeah let me <laughs> tell you it's an old radio well done it's an old radio trick you know the old hook coming Bend up next hook. yes mm. the hook and the callback that's it well yeah. coming up next week Neve's poetry Neve. and, uh, and and people who know stuff about where to find things and how to get around Dublin I cannot wait. There you go. Because that's not me. Your suggestions and stories are also welcome. You can email us at lookit, L-O-O-K-I-T, at uniquemedia.ie. Or you can follow us on Twitter at lookitpodcast. Subscribe and leave a rating or review us on your podcast platform of choice. That's what it says. And it was delivered with absolute (laughs) deadpan, no crap. I knew exactly what I was talking about. Well, it would be really nice. We would absolutely appreciate a subscription and a rating because it would help other people find our podcast and that would make us feel very happy on the inside. I'm really impressed that you did that without a script and <laughs> you know what you're talking about. That's well, very impressive. Whether you know or you don't know, you say it with certainty and then there's going to be absolutely. a few people who believe it anyway. Yeah, that's yes. it. It's like reading the news. If you Not, say it like yeah, you believe it. say it like you believe it. Not what you do, it's how you do absolutely. it. Absolutely. This is true. I really want to bring my dog in next time because there's a lovely carpet in this studio that I think she'd love to wee on. <laughs> and I think she'd add a lot. To the, to the whole occasion. Just before we go, and we're slightly over, but uh, you, I love what you're wearing. Oh, and, thank and you. <laughs> is, is, is it the McManus Tartan? Family Tartan. It is a red Tartan. Uh, and it's a red Tartan. It's vintage fabric that was made into a pair of dungarees because I'm kooky like that. Uh, the t- fabric absolutely should not have been made into dungarees because it's you get not it, you sturdy got it made enough. For, it, <laughs> oh, really? Brilliant. <laughs> I quite like I quite like um, commissioning odd pieces of clothing. But it is a full-on red tartan pair of dungarees, and I absolutely love them. It is with a absolutely leg. fantastic. I do. I remember seeing you in it. I think an RTE before, and you I would think have I probably it, yeah. said it to you at the time <laughs> as well. I just think it looks fantastic, and I'd like to think that you're wearing it because we had a, a, a yes, conversation, a conversation on, on WhatsApp yesterday. Where you're you're buying clothes for your dog. 
I am. Now it's very cold. And I actually, for the first time in my life, got judged for not having clothes on my dog. Oh, and I thought, it's, we've come full circle. Because they're like, is that dog not wearing a coat? And I said, no, she's got her own coat. And they said, well, is she not freezing? I said, well, I didn't ask no, her. it's a dog. It's a dog. Yeah. I mean, she's a small dog. So yeah, I was shamed. I was shamed for not dressing my animal. Who did that to you? Uh, a person who had two dressed animals. Idiots. <laughs> Um, but anyway, on the back of that, you you put on the Mac. I said, hopefully the McManus tartan. Yeah, the Fabry tartan has come out. Very good, no, <laughs> yeah. and looks fantastic. Thank um, you, Al Dunn. I suppose we should leave it there. Let's leave it there. I'm Neve Bennett, and I'm Al Dunn. We'll see you next week. Catch you on the flip side for the hook. Look it, look it, look it, look it, look it. Look it. Will you listen? Produced by Unique Media. Unique Media.